0: we listened you wanted the easiest car buying experience ever so we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership work kids soccer practice grocery runs jury duty really that again gatorland toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list with express shopping you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how ghettos has got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever.
1: There's a race going on inside your body, and sometimes the bad guys, otherwise known as arthritis,
2: get there first. That's when the joint pain kicks in. Your healing process is just too slow and just can't catch up, and it needs just a little bit of help from QC Kinetics. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director. We all know that you can heal yourself. If you get a cut, it heals on its own. Your joints are no different. We can take the healing properties from your blood, concentrate them down, and put them in the spot that you need the help. It's amazing. Your body. Can can heal itself. At QC Kinetics, that's called regenerative medicine. No surgery or steroids, just lasting relief, the natural way. The fact that we can treat them without surgery, but using their own body's natural healing process, without medications, without steroids, without surgery, it's just amazing. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation.
3: Call QC Kinetics, 352 400 That's 352 400 Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352 star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself congratulations to the florida gator baseball team on your historic run in omaha from your friends at tri eagle sales and bud light the official beer sponsor of the florida gators a record-setting historic season that no one will ever forget so thank you
4: for a tremendous year.
5: This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC.
4: The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You
6: know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say
7: to you, I'm going to say something to you and then say it, I just say it.
4: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at UF. And at Pat underscore Dooley, the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Okay, welcome into another edition of the tailgate. Pat
8: Dooley is here. Jeff Cardozo is out playing golf. I don't blame him. He's having a reunion with the 98-team golf tournament, and uh, so I brought in somebody way smarter about the ways of Florida football, and that's Robbie Andrew. You sure about that? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I mean, it's, you're, you're in the top five anyway. Uh, so we're going to have a good time today. Well, we used to do a podcast called The Beach Boys, Robbie. Uh, if we did one now, it would be called The COVID Boys. Cause we yeah,
7: because were, we both got over that.
8: Not fun, but uh, I guess our antibodies are built up now, hopefully. I'll tell you what,
7: I've never slept so much in my life. Yeah, week
8: I, I did a lot i just was so miserable i wanted i wanted to sleep you know i was like i can't wait to go to sleep tonight yeah you know and it just yeah not fun anyway all right we're not gonna bore you with stories of our covid journeys but it's we friday before the game we, yeah we're th- it is a friday before a huge game at the university of florida Uh, The Gators will be here. We, of course, are live at the No Name Lounge where we come every Friday. And you know where it is at the Hilton on 34th Street where the Gators stay. Uh, They'll be here uh, a couple hours. I'll tell you, I don't want to say it's a funny story because it's it's a story. So I'm leaving here last Friday after we get done. Yeah. And I go out, and and the team is coming in on um, the road. Is it Hall Road or is it. Whatever it is, the road Radio by road? the horn. Oh, by the horn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. So the team's coming in, and it's like this giant production. Eight buses, cops everywhere. You know, uh, fl- everything. All the lights are flashing and everything. And they come in, and I go, okay. And, it's, and then they they go, and I the light turns, and I go and I turn. And clearly, somebody who got stopped by the traffic didn't notice that people had stopped in front of them. And now you've heard this. Bam! The big boom. <laughs> yeah, and I just went, oh, man, that's not good. But So it's not, never good. It's not funny, but it was, uh, again, you got to pay your Not it, funny
7: for the guy that got hit.
8: No. I'm sure he's like, Gators.
7: <laughs> you know, Pat, even though we live in town, I think it would be fun to stay here for a game.
8: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and
7: go to the game. That would be cool.
8: Yeah, it's, uh, again, we're at the Hilton. Like a road at, game at home. At the No Name, you could have some good steak over at Shula's. Right over here, which uh, I know you've been to.
7: Yeah, we went to Thanksgiving Uh, there one year.
8: That's a good idea. I think that's what I want to do maybe this year. Yeah, it was real good. Because have the hell with family, right? I don't want to be around family.
7: No, not your family.
8: No, I don't know what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. We're just kidding. All right, we're going to talk mostly about Florida, Tennessee today, but we're going to talk about. All the bad games that are being played this week. Look, there's no way around it. It's a bad schedule. It's a get another thing that drives me nuts in college football, why we can't have better scheduling. I uh, know.
7: Look at what the NFL does. Their I first know. two weeks have been, are going to be really good.
8: Uh, well, and again, when you only have 32 teams, it's yeah. good. But maybe that's what needs to have with college football. Cut it down to 32 teams. Yeah, and super Go confidence. ahead and, and schedule it then and don't schedule the uh, – McNeese's of the world and I do understand the people who say well look if you do that then McNeese doesn't get 500 grand it it goes towards helping their facilities and I'm like oh eh, well you know but
7: that's one week out of your football season it's kind of like a throwaway
8: yeah I I just think every and especially because I thought I thought teams were scheduling tougher in, in anticipation of the 12 team playoff, but appear- clearly they haven't. When you no, see- you look at who. The it- first week was terrible, this week's oh, terrible. Yeah. So that's two out of three weeks that have been awful. Yeah, well, look at
7: who the SEC played in the opening week. It was, like, lame. Yeah. Everybody was, like, a 58 nothing game, which you get nothing out of it.
8: Well, not every game. There was a Florida game. Yeah, there was that one. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and there was a South Carolina game, which is another interesting one. We'll talk about South Carolina a little bit today. Because we're going to talk about, of course, they're playing Georgia. We'll talk about a lot of the games and the spreads that are going on there. And the uh, big news out of Alabama today, uh, they are not going to uh, be starting Jalen Milroe Instead, it will be Tyler Buckner, the kid who transferred in from Notre Dame. I can't say I'm surprised. It, it I'm, not,
7: I'm not surprised at all. I'm hey. not
8: surprised, but it does feel like a little bit of a panic move. Yeah. Like, we are not going to win it. Now, again, this is a guy who has uh, done an amazing job of, of knowing the right time to pull a quarterback yeah. and put another one in. I mean, he did it with Hertz, He did it with you know with, uh, um, and But he's done a great job of doing that. However, uh, this feels like a little early to be doing Well, that. you
7: know what it is, Pat? He does not want to risk losing another game because then you're, they're in trouble as far as getting to the playoff. So I think a, a I change think, was inevitable probably, and he's just gone ahead and done it.
8: I didn't think Milrow played that bad. Though. I didn't
7: either. I thought he was yeah. fine.
8: And, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but, again, if you're going to go, the, the talk of, of the town in, in Tuscaloosa being the town was that they were going to have more of a power running game and all this. Yeah. And if you're going to go to a power running game, you're coming off a game where your offensive line couldn't handle the other team's defensive line. No, they so couldn't. That, that seems like a bad time to go into yeah, that. They
7: couldn't run the ball. They couldn't protect. It was uh, that was the worst Alabama offensive line performance in a long time.
8: But again, he gets 11 million dollars a year. Yeah. Plus his black uh, money.
7: <laughs> he in prime with the Affleck. 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 But Pat, I was I was so impressed with uh, Texas on both lines of scrimmage. Yeah. To me, they they dominated that game up front, and that's why. They they won in Tuscaloosa, which is hard to do. But
8: I talk you about, win the line
7: of scrimmage like that, you're going to win.
8: Right. I well, I talk I talked about this on my podcast. It's weird, not weird. It's just the the tail of the tape how three programs are using different things to be good, and, and and because they have the access to them. Georgia's just doing it by recruiting. Yeah. Texas done it with nil. FSU, the FSU portal. FSU and uh, Colorado, the talk the of the time, it, portal. All the yeah. portal. You know, so there's different ways to build a team. Now, um, Billy's trying to do it mainly with recruiting and then, yeah. and then fill in the, the spots. You know, Dabo's doing it only with recruiting.
7: Dabo uh, is so stubborn now. With it. He's not into the NIL. He's not into the, the portal. It, it, the game is going to pass him by.
8: Well, he said when they start paying players, I'm, I'm out. So well, now that they're <laughs> paying get players, out then? so – I guess he's just meant out of the playoff yeah. race. I, I'm not going to be able to compete. But, uh, yeah, they, that was a bad showing for them. Uh, we'll talk about some of the games. We'll take your calls, 392-8255 here on the tailgate. Pat Dooley, Robbie Andrew here on the Friday before uh, Florida, Tennessee. And, uh, Robbie, I'll just see if I can get a feel for you. I know you're going to the game. Uh, do you have a feel at all for this game? It,
7: uh, it kind of feels like a big game feel to me, Pat, just because I think it's very important. For Napier to to have his team go out and compete and show they can can play with a team like Tennessee and you know I don't know I don't have a feel whether they're going to win or not I think they are capable of winning and you know people say it's a narrow path and I don't I don't think it's that narrow I think Florida's defense has gotten better I mean we'll know more tomorrow night but they definitely are flying around making plays and if they
9: yeah. they
7: can, can keep them in the game and they take care of the ball offense and don't make the dumb penalties they did against Utah they'll 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 be in the game all the way I think
8: yeah I mean i i would I would never say this to a student athlete because uh, that would it'd be kind of rude to say it, but if m- my motto for the night is don't be stupid, yeah you oh know? yeah don't do anything dumb like you just said the penalties and obviously it wasn't their fault that there was two number threes on the field yeah. but,
7: but when but, you have fourth and one you're going for it inside the fifteen yeah. don't don't illegal procedure
8: and and there was a lot of other things that they didn't do very well that that night but again. The sample size on this year's team is still very small.
7: Very small. Yeah, we're
8: still not sure what this what they've got. And I said this uh, yesterday with, when Jeff was on. I said I, 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 you know, being on the, uh, a couple of radio shows up in Knoxville, I can tell you they don't know what they got either. Of course
7: they don't. It's because too early. They've got a lot of different players playing for them too. So yeah, and they've been very conservative in their first two games, I think.
8: And you you know they Joe Milton's got. I mean. The the interesting thing is, if Nick Saban took the approach with Milroe that basically look, we've asked for him to be consistent for a year over a year. Yeah, he hadn't done it. He's just not. He's he just maybe it's just not in his DNA. So we're going to make a change. Okay, but Tennessee said, hey, we don't know what he's going to do. You know, he, he misses guys. He's not consistent. But we're yeah. we're, we're going to stay with him. Uh, we'll see if that happens or not.
7: Yeah, I mean, what's their other choice right now, a true freshman?
8: Well, yeah, but at some so, point that guy's going to get in there. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised to see them, like, run a play with him, you know, yeah, when they, they, they bring might. him in and run run the ball or something. But
7: but the thing with him, they haven't really thrown the ball down the field a whole lot. I think you're going to see that tomorrow night then. They're yeah. going to try to
8: stretch the field a little bit. And, you know, that's the thing. The the way uh, that offense is, is built is to uh, – that the quarterback's got to recognize which is the soft side of the field. And then, yeah, it's a lot of reading. And then you've got two you know, two or three options there. Um, and so, you know, if you read it wrong, and again, this is where we'll see a little bit more about – I mean, I you're right about the deep Florida defense. They've done good. They've flown around the field. Yeah. We like the way they've tackled a little bit better. Oh, much um, better. But this will be the real test. Yeah, it definitely will. They did that against a backup quarterback. And uh, a team with, like, eight scholarships.
9: Yeah.
7: But I'm <laughs> saying, you look at the Utah game, Pat, you take away the two big scoring plays and they didn't give up anything.
9: No. no the I defense they... didn't
7: give up anything and they dominated the second half.
9: That
8: game was not lost by the defense. No. Um, but, and which is a long time since we've been able to say that, uh, that Florida didn't lose because of its defense.
7: Yeah. But now they have to, you know, back it up on tomorrow night and show us. They do. Again.
8: And, again, I, I I think the Gator fans who got a, got fired up because of the – um, Austin P game against Tennessee. Has, I wouldn't worry about that. that, that <laughs> forget nothing. about it. Yeah. If you're fired up because Florida beat McNeese 49 to yeah. seven, but not really seven. Yeah. Don't 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 get fired up about that. If you're if you're mad if if you don't think the Gators can win because of the way they played against Utah, they're not going to play this way on Saturday night. No. Nah. Or you're going to have a coach who is on the hot seat. Yeah. You know, which I've never said about them. Uh, but he's going to – that's not going to look good. I, don't, I definitely don't think that's going to happen.
7: No, I don't think so either.
8: I think it's just going to be a really good game and, and uh, could come down to the end of the game. And I think,
7: season. you know, Florida fans have shown up. They're showing up and showing out. They're they're going to fill the stadium. They've sold it out. So that's yeah, a good th- sign. But you've got – now That's a chance to get a little momentum, Pat, for his program. All right. It's so important. A lot of people are saying it's the biggest game of his career, and I. it's hard to argue against that because – it's so important for building his program and getting it going in the right direction.
10: Well, I'll
8: say this. It's the biggest game of his career yeah. so far. Yeah. You know, I mean, he could be playing uh, Alabama in the SEC championship game. Yeah. That, that, that would becomes be bigger, a bigger, yeah. yeah. but, I mean, right? you're right, though. Right? But where at, he's at and where, where the program at right is now, at. Um, and you, you certainly can't go out there and lay another egg, and then people are going to go, well, then maybe this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, but... Um, I think I, – I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. I think it's five sellouts under Napier now, and that's at a nine – Yeah, it's been nine, very impressive. Nine home games. So you're talking about – well, obviously McNeese wasn't um, – Who Eastern Washington wasn't. That was a Sunday game, remember that? Yeah. Um, but anyway I, – I, so that's pretty good. I mean, the, the people yeah. are showing up. It are tells supportive. me
7: that the fans really want this guy to succeed yeah. and make it, and I think they're going to they're gonna back him up. But how long is that going to last if you know if something positive doesn't happen?
8: All right, got to get a break in. We'll take your calls when we come back, uh, and I will ask Robbie this great question. I thought up all by myself. Okay, pretend like you're in Groundhog Day. Don't answer this now until okay. after the break. Pretend like you're in Groundhog Day. Am I Day. Bill Murray? Yes. Okay. Well, you're, yeah, without the pock marks on <laughs> it. Okay. All right, you've got you've got to live one day over and over again, but it's got to be a day Tennessee and Florida played. What day would that be? Okay, All I'll answer right, I'll we'll, that. We'll do that when we come back, and we will uh, take your calls as well. You are listening to The Tailgate on WRUF.
4: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now
11: on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Florida Gators football will be back in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium Saturday night in front of a sold-out crowd, as they host the Tennessee Volunteers for their first SEC game of the season. Coverage of the game will begin right here at three o'clock tomorrow. High school football kicks off again tonight with a few big games. Hawthorne will host South Sumter in a battle of two 3-0 teams, while Buholtz will go up against Creekside at Citizens Field. Eastside will hit the road to take on Bradford, while PK Young travels to Union County to take on the Fighting Tigers. In college soccer, the Gators take on the Missouri Tigers at home tonight. Florida's looking to bounce back after losing at Florida State Sunday. Coverage of this game begins at 6.45 tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss. ESPN
4: 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
12: Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck, we have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well mealypops.com that's another way you can interact with the store or you can just come into the shop we're located off 39th avenue by i75 behind walgreens and Sunnys. stop on by we're open every wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday and you can check us out on our social media platforms instagram tiktok whatnot facebook twitter and youtube we'd love to see you come on out to the shop have some fun we're located off 39th Avenue by I-75, behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators!
13: What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app.
10: Wow, this is a good debate.
13: Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss i eventually reached out to Meldon law from a family friend who knows carrie himself and i gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me
14: if we can help you give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon law we won't back down
3: emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable no one likes it when something unexpected happens and more often than not you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it but i want to tell you about a company that i've seen firsthand fix things and they were fantastic servpro of gainesville alachua county provides 24 7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration
4: company of the Florida Gators. Talking the talk and walking the walk, you are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
12: This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
8: All right, we are back here at the No Name Bar and Grill. There is a grill back there, uh, and of course, Shula's Restaurant as well. All of them here at the Hilton, where this is a place where the Gators stay, and where we come every Friday to do the show for uh, every home game, and we always have a blast here. We two
7: No Name sports writers.
8: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we speaking of No Names, there's Pat and Robbie. Um, by the way, uh, on my I do this. Uh, Pat Dooley's story time on my podcast, sponsored by ESL. Like a Pediatrics. bedtime story or what? Yeah, but no, it's always just some funny story that yeah. from my past. And you, it, When you've lived as long as I have, there are a lot of them. And I have. the one. <laughs> I know. You live one day longer than me. Yeah. That day was probably the best day in the history of the world. When I, I didn't would, have you around? Yeah. Yeah, that was. Well, so I the story, can't remember it, though. The story I, I told, though, was the John Hoke in the elevator. <laughs> story after the night before bianchi and i were arguing about harrison and skinner back and forth and screaming and oh yeah all the sound went up this is at the hilton by the way the tennessee where the in, in in knoxville yeah. yeah right next to the, the atrium
7: it's like an atrium
8: yeah and then we get on the elevator and, and i see hogan i go uh, hey how you doing he goes oh, i didn't get any sleep last night some jerks were down there <laughs> screaming and yelling Oh my God! I don't know who that could have been. Was uh, that the
7: night when you yelled at Foley, saying we cover your crappy little soccer team? I did, and say, that. That
8: was... I did say that, yeah, but, and it wasn't true. It wasn't but, crappy
7: that you said either.
8: No, it wasn't. But they weren't weren't either. I, I yeah. just I, w- I sometimes would get frustrated at Jeremy, yeah. especially when I would He'd add, get frustrated
7: with you too, I'm sure.
8: Oh, he did. Yeah, we we would get mad at each other and we'd say things we didn't mean.
7: Then you'd kiss and make up.
8: He did. And we're still good friends. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate Jeremy a lot. Jeremy, you appreciate actually, him
7: more now than ever, right?
8: Really, I do. I yeah. do too. Yeah, absolutely. Everything
7: he did at Florida.
8: Yeah, and still is doing at Florida. Yeah, just he's just not here. It's like uh, I, I use this at the uh, quarterback club too. That bobcat golf, golf weight line. So I didn't get fired from my job. It's just when I go there, somebody else is doing it. But well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what Jeremy is like. Yeah. He, you know, he didn't get fired from yeah. his job. He just he goes there and somebody else is doing his job. Yeah. So he he only he's got a different job.
7: So what about Groundhog Day? All right. Now? So give Back me to that. Groundhog day. If
8: we go, if you, you have a Groundhog Day, you, it's got to be a day Florida play Tennessee. You get, get to live it over and over again. What game would it be? Here's
7: how I'm going to do it. I'm going to uh, do a twofer. I'm going to do. The second half of the '95 game in the Swamp, and then wake up to the first half of the '96 game <laughs> in Knoxville. That would be a, what would be the total score in those two halves? Right? Um,
8: I can add that up because I know how much Florida scored. Uh, so they had 21, and they ended up scoring what? What was it? 59. So that was 38.
7: No, it was 65. No, what was? It?
8: I thought it was fifty-nine. Ended up at fifty-nine to thirty-seven. I thought
7: it was sixty-three to
8: sixty-three. Well, maybe some of our intrepid callers can make sure I'm right on this, but I that thought was, it was in the sixties. Yeah, that would be eighty-three straight points.
7: So there, I've watched, at eighty-three straight points. I watched. That'll be my groundhog day.
8: Yeah, I. It might be the uh, <laughs> the ninety-five game for me. Um, only because I, the, the, the thing I remember the most about it was that was the first time one of us said, I don't think we can write this.
10: We're not good enough to write
8: this story. <laughs> and we I'm, weren't. Yeah, well.
10: Here's one I would
7: like to go back to, too, Pat, is the 99 game because of Mike Griffith the night before. Uh, kept we, whispering I, to Gator That was a, you see T. Martin? That was a pat- – Well, guess who saw T. Martin? Alex Brown <laughs> saw him all night long.
8: That was a Pat Dooley storyline. Yeah. i at I, I, Tory time. I, may, I did that. I said, I don't care. I'm going to say this about and let everybody know how unprofessional he was. Have you night. seen
10: T Martin? He's around here somewhere. Yeah. Well, oh, Alex Brown saw plenty of them. Yeah.
8: <laughs> and we had him on, too, and he, he enjoyed talking about that. But didn't Bianchi have blisters on his feet? We
7: walked home from downtown, and he had to, take his boot. He he had to walk barefoot
15: because yeah. he
7: had I boots on. <laughs> I got blisters.
8: I got blisters. I did say that. I think at one point I called him an interlocking redneck during that argument.
7: That's kind of redundant, though.
8: <laughs> well, I don't know about
5: that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, all right, right, let's but yeah, see. that was I,
7: Mike Griffith. That yeah. was a, that night. I remember With every Gator fan. Have you seen T. Martin?
8: All right, let's go ahead and get a phone call in before we go to break. Let's get Will in. What's going on, Will? How are you? Hey, on this wonderful <clears throat> not bad Pat. How are you guys doing? Will, where will. there's
7: a will, there's a way.
8: Well, there's a way, there's yeah, a 10, will.
16: 4.
7: So, uh,
16: I've will, got a... are you
7: there? Yes, okay, sir, we'll I'm here. Will.
8: Okay. Hello? Uh, Porter, let's see if Porter's there.
7: Porter? Hey, Porter.
8: Will, Paging
10: Porter. Will Porter be there? I'm here.
8: That's
7: the hey, question. hey. Paging
10: Porter. We having trouble Can with our phone connection. Um, we must connection. be. Can you hear I don't think I've done I anything just... wrong out here
8: so far
17: i just heard the bang uh, can least... you hear me i just heard the bang there you there, go there's
8: Poir. there you go we
10: got you we don't know mm-hmm. where will went though what's up porter
8: you i i could i
17: could hear him but she didn't hear him oh. uh. but, um any...
8: hi will where there's a the will I well guess it's it important that, it's important that we hear him
7: yeah we uh, gotta hear him
17: <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> because at least know he's on uh, on or off um you were, me, you were talking about the stories. I'll, I'll give. I'll uh, throw equipment uh, out there. Tennessee, back back in '90, uh, you know, up there '95, I guess it was. You know, we, we were up 35 nothing. We beat them in. Or, uh, we beat them 31 nothing. '94 was 31 nothing. In '96 we were up 35 nothing, and it ended up being 35 29. My buddy's like, "Oh, barely." We just uh, Tennessee didn't lose. They just ran out of time. I was like, "No, never in doubt." <laughs> like the called off the dog. So never in doubt. It became the mantra. And you know, of course, we got to. Really use it in 2000 up there with the Jabar Gavney catch. Oh, never yeah. and, uh, um, We, uh, we, had, we it doesn't matter really how we, we, we were debating whether we were going to stay in town or come back, and uh, we decided to let the game decide. So after the game, we're like, oh, right, we're going to stay. So we are pulling into Calhoun's, getting ready to go in, and and, they, and we'll be uh, we'll back with Phil Fulmer So we decided to sit and listen. This will be good. So we come back, and you know, he's all sour grapes. We're getting ready to go in and have ribs and steak and everything else. And the interviewer asks, uh, uh, wraps it up with, so Phil, you know, and he, he means it's early in the year, there's still a lot to play for, you know, how do you regroup, that kind of thing. But he says, you know, what, where, do you, what, where do you go from here? What do you do now? And Fulmer took it totally literally, and he said, well, I'm going to go home and have a bowl of soup and go to bed. And, <laughs> you know, in that situation, we just laughed about that so much. You know, and all during dinner we were yucking it up, and I wonder how how, how full soup is. I wonder if like, I can soup. Wonder what kind of soup it was. Oh, so the next chunky! Morning, we went, I, oh, I bet, bet he ate more yeah. than yeah.
7: soup when he got home. Yeah, let's just <laughs> right. put it well, that we, watched
17: the, we watched the we watched the coaches show always. Yeah, before we leave nine to ten, uh, uh, they're it on, and he had this most sour look. At my buddy he goes, "Oh, now we know! Now we know he had lemon soup." Yeah, <laughs> we, we thought,
7: that was that, that game was the, Jesse Palmer's shining <laughs> moment. A two thousand game, yeah. yeah.
8: Oh well, he came well, off the bench. You know, Jesse was in town doing something at Shan, so I got a chance to interview him. And this, of course, he had become yeah. famous and everything with all his The Bachelor and all that, uh, and Good Morning America and everything. And he was really nice. He was still great, you know. And we we and one one question I asked him was, Jesse, I got to be honest with you. You got the ball on the one-yard line. I said, there's no way Jesse – I told Robbie, there is no way Jesse Palmer's driving this team 99 yards <laughs> to win this game. And I thought, Ooh. and then I thought, why did I say that to him? And he looked at me and he goes, my dad said the same thing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> with, with, the, with the head ball coach on the sidelines, I wouldn't doubt anybody.
17: <laughs> but the way the game had gone uh, earlier, yeah, you'd they, think there's no they, way it's, it's so, going to
10: happen. So poorly. Yeah.
17: Hey, I got a question for you, Robbie. I'll take I'll take yeah. the answer off the air, but um, you know, as, you know, as a, the the journalist and so forth, you couldn't be fans, and you know, now you're able to sit back and enjoy the, the fandom. And um, I, I just don't. I, you've done that a long time. He, I, I'm not sure. I, I believe him, so I'll, I'll take your word. But he all Oh no, I've always been. And he, he's a, a, a Chiefs fan, and he claims to be a, a War, Golden State Warriors fan. I know he's a Braves fan, of course. But uh, if you can straighten that up for me, if he is, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll admit I'm being wrong, but it sure seems to me like all of a sudden, no, no, I've always been, and it just happens to be the two of the elite teams. Uh, I don't know any reason why. All right, go Gators. Be safe, everyone. Have a good weekend. Well,
7: Porter uh, Dooley has been a Braves fan since
17: yeah.
8: when, I, when
7: I first met him. I knew he was yeah. a Braves fan. But the so other, he's other,
8: No, I, I am a Chiefs and a uh, Golden State fan now. Yeah. Because I liked I liked what was going on with their team. I liked yeah. the players on their team. It wasn't that they – it wasn't because they won championships. It was because I like uh, – I love Pat Mahomes. I love Steph Curry. That's the biggest reason I am. But you're – no. I, I was – Robbie, will tell you, I was a huge Lakers fan. Yeah, you
7: were. And you you, you loved the Rams when we were I up. love the Rams, yeah. But when they moved to St. Louis, That's you just not, dumped them. I dumped them. Yeah. I if the Vikings movie like I dump them over. too.
8: I dumped them like uh, because now I see the like Nancy
7: Ortega dumped you. She
8: did. I was thinking about <laughs> Nancy Ortega today because I was thinking about how apparently, and this is just a, a rumor out there, but I, get, I, I saw it on the
15: on the cross. So it must be true.
8: Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift now. The, so they, I can't wait to see the song she's going to write when she dumps him. Yeah. It'll be a beauty. That's probably
7: why she's doing it, to get a song out
8: of it. He was tied in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I, I, what, it's, the weird, the weirdness of Taylor Swift will never go away. No. All right, here's another thing that's weird. Me and Robbie, we're both weird, and we're going to be here for another hour and a half. So come on, join us. We, uh, if you want to come out here to. Dooley
7: uh, says he'll buy you a beer if you come.
8: uh, How about this? The first person who comes in and says another Duly Noted podcast, I will let them you know where the bar is. How about that? Oh, that's very (laughs) nice of you, Pat. (laughs) All right, we'll be back. Uh, We are at the No Name Lounge here at the Hilton. And, of course, right across from Shula's here on 34th Street. We appreciate them for having us out here on Fridays of Florida Home Games. We'll be back with more here on the tailgate on WRUF.
4: Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida. ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF.
3: We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now, throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now, you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing, since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC0430 zero seven three. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed, and if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your A.C. unit is at the top of its game, a call to crystal air and water is one you want to make.
4: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
2: Showers and thunderstorms are still possible through this evening. Then it gets nice and quiet tonight your weekend starts off a little foggy, then scattered to widespread storms are likely to get going in the afternoon. Highs in the 80s. Now on Sunday, those afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms are possible again. Highs in the 80s. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
9: It's a bird! It's a
4: plane! The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah!
5: plenty of performances to overreact to do you remember who had an unbelievable performance last year week one he threw for 300 yards and four touchdowns
4: carson wentz so just remember a lot can happen from week one until january the dan patrick show dan and the danettes and you weekday mornings at nine right here on wruf Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Uh, we are here at the No Name Lounge at the Hilton,
8: right across from Shula's. And Robbie and I are having fun, anyway, just telling stories and everything. We're tailgating. One of the you brought up ten to nine. No, it's always ten to nine, well, in Knoxville. Yeah. I told that Will story at the Quarterback Club. Yeah, it's always ten to nine in Knoxville. But he always, that was what
7: another he, game where it looked like Florida was no way they were going to win the game. They were terrible, then they won the game somehow.
8: Had to pull Driscoll and yeah, go, and, and remember that. And then uh, so they go. Then with, he got in uh, trouble. Yeah. So the next Monday we're we're getting ready to go to the uh, to the uh, and all hell broke loose. What do you call it? The press, press conference. conference. Yeah. And we get calls. And go, uh, no, Treon Harris. <laughs> is, is it a big deal? Uh, it's a big deal. Just leave it at that. You know, <laughs> we find out. And again, I hate those. That was not a fun, fun no. one. But, we, like, Florida had finally found his quarterback, even though they really hadn't. No, they hadn't. It was just the offense was not conditioned to be good. Uh, let's that was go to, a bad offense. Hey, let's go back to the phones because Will called back, and now he can. we can actually hear Way him. Way to hang probably. in there, Will. Will's a good man. Will, What's hey up, guys? How you doing, buddy? Good, good, man. You guys dropped me like a bad habit. Yeah. We did.
7: We didn't mean to, though.
8: We dropped you like Nancy Ortega dropped yeah. me. Yeah. She dumped him hard. Oh, man. (laughs) Um,
16: So, um, as far as my favorite Tennessee game, I want to say it was 92, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And part of it is because I was – No, that was a blowout loss. Yeah, it was 92.
8: I can tell you that. It was a lot – Oh, I'm sorry. That was in the rain. I'm sorry, guys. It was –
16: yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. It was 93. Um and the reason I say that is because I was at the game and I remember the whole week all they were talking about was Tennessee and their wide receiver Carl Pickens and how he was going to light us up and I can't remember if was was he Schuler their quarterback? He was. In? I think he was. Yeah. Well,
8: the guy who lit Florida up was Billy Williams. He yeah. he, he destroyed him, but the, the bottom line was Florida just kept outscoring him with a quarterback who was making, I think, his first start ever, right? Werfel? Werfel, because yeah. the, the previous game Kentucky. had been Kentucky where they kept throwing interceptions, and uh, Florida just couldn't. And poor Anton Lott was a freshman trying to cover Billy Williams. and That he, was t- uh, tough. It was <laughs> tough for him, and I think that was his last – time talking to the media. Because we called him
7: Antos. That's right. There's Joe. Oh man. You owe Jill uh, a drink.
16: Well, so as far as Larry goes, I mean, you guys know he, he wasn't exactly a big guy. And Pickens I, I just remember he was pretty tall, um pretty big guy generally speaking for a receiver. And yep, he was very good. Man, you know Kennedy, I mean, he made some plays that I thought, no way, he's not even going to get there. It's going to be a walk-in touchdown, and he not only got there, but knocked the ball away like several times. All right, so you're and confusing
8: two two games. Ninety-three was a different game. Ninety-one 90, was ninety-one three. was the Larry Kennedy interception yeah. return that were
16: ten-four. Okay, thank which is you. arguably
8: the loudest the swamp ever got. It was. I wasn't there, yeah. so I don't know. But it, people will tell you I there was there,
7: was, and it was really loud. Yeah. Yeah, that was a yeah. great pick. I just saw, I saw a highlight of that the other day. His pick, and
8: I actually called up one just to watch it.
7: Yeah, he looked really fast getting in the end zone too.
16: Yeah, dang man, I uh, I don't know what to attribute it to, but I can't even figure out what. I was at the game and still don't know what year it was.
8: <laughs> that that's yeah, that is kind of. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have you gotten into the uh, hops yet, or? or uh... <laughs> No, no,
16: man, I I can't even claim that. I'm just I'm I'm still out working, actually.
8: Okay, uh, you're just you're just saying you. But just, will maybe will getting old gone. like
7: us, and we we can't put the years back together again.
8: Nobody be, well, can be I mean, as old as we are. Well, I mean, that was
16: a while are, ago. Uh, I mean, I'm 55, so that's it's has no, a while. Oh, you're young. Well, you're a puppy. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I I hear you. Well, uh, so anyway, the, the only other—I had one other question for you guys as far as um, the Tennessee game this week uh, or okay. tomorrow. Is do you think I, I have a feeling that um, they're gonna be trying some new stuff, new plays, new—you know, in other words, open up the playbook a little bit, but. I feel like sometimes that can backfire because they haven't done that in a game yet.
8: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, look, the, the element of surprise is what makes trick plays work. Yeah. But sometimes they're a surprise to the team that's actually running the trick yeah, play. Yeah, but down.
7: here's one play I don't want to see is an end-around with Pearsall, like in the bowl game where he got nailed for like a six-yard loss on the first play of the game. Yeah, I'd run it with don't somebody do else. Don't do that. No, it was I would run
8: I know, but I would run yeah. it with somebody else. I would run Pearsall maybe as a, a decoy, decoy yeah. and run it. But hey Eugene Will, Wilson did then Eugene Wilson yeah. run. Thanks for the call, Will. We appreciate it. Right, we gotta man. we gotta get to our next call and it's a legendary one. It comes from Paul Doring joining us right, right, right now on the show.
7: Paul Doring. Always good to hear from you, Paul.
8: Yeah, guys. Hey, that last caller, if he
18: thinks he's old, I'm freaking Methuselah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and i not pretty- because your partner, Jeff, is always ragging you about your... My goodness, you are a sicker in my book. But
8: well, I he just likes to make fun of me. I know. I, uh, I started talking to my... Uh-oh. Hey, Paul, we're we're losing you. You're breaking up. Breaking up is hard to do. It is, it is hard to do, yeah. I, I said I'm talking to my two favorite sportscasters.
18: Well, there's another one in there, but that's not why I'm calling. You guys put that, out that, the welcome that. lunkhead on the
8: SEC network? You don't. Uh, He still <laughs> owes me a lot of money. Let's just,
7: <laughs> you need to collect, Paul. The people used
18: to say, oh, I'd love to have his autograph. I used to say, yeah, so would I on the bottom of a tag. <laughs> Payback, <laughs> but, baby. But, I'm calling because I know you guys are open-minded and I can express myself without fears or whatnot. Here's my Absolutely. pet peeve. They announced 88 freaking thousand people at the game from that day. I wasn't there, but I guarantee you there weren't 88,000 people there unless they took attendance over at the social or elsewhere. And that leads me to the point, for 20 years, my father was the manager of the uh, Orange Bowl in Miami. One day, I, I mustered the courage to say, hey, Dad, when they announced attendance, how do they know how many people are in the seat? Well, those were the days where they had turnstiles, okay?
9: Yeah,
10: yeah.
18: The, in a moment of honesty, it
17: Clarity, he said, Paul, we make
10: that stuff up. <laughs> well,
17: I,
8: well, you know
7: what it is, Paul, that they count everybody in the building, too. Well, I mean, th- they do. The people like in the press box. Yeah, and all the TV people. people. selling Cokes. But they, count but they
8: also are going to go with tickets sold. So it's a sellout, so I can tell you what the attendance will be, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's yeah. kind of the way they do it. It doesn't mean you don't have to go, you know, but it it is a sellout. Well, it would be nice, and I think the uh,
18: port hacks have, have uh, solved the issue, they say, with an announced crowd of 88,000 yes. people, announced by whom? And I think they were out in the Old Dome County. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anybody who might have had 100 uh, or 200 yards from, that's my pet Oh wow. Well, that's right. a good I one, Paul. I love the opportunity that you guys are open minded. Thanks and go get her. Hey all Paul, right. is,
7: is Chris gonna lose another bet on the network? He's been losing I all these bets.
18: You know, I'm tired of seeing him dance around <laughs> like German. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing him be dressed in the L S U uniform. Yeah, yeah that's, you know, that's not a good look. Not that. a good
7: look. But, you
18: know Emble, which I don't Kinda uh, own up to what, he, what the status of the apple was. So let's see if he can't uh, uh,
8: prevail on this one. Yeah, thanks, he needs Ty. to win one of these. All right, thanks, we appreciate Paul. it, Paul. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Thanks for thanks. Uh, let's go to a break. We have to get a break, Butch. If you hold on, we'll get to you right on the other side. I promise you. You're listening. To the tailgate live at the No Name Lounge here at the Hilton Hotel on Northwest 34th Street. We're having a good time here. It's getting crowded. People are pouring in. A lot of really attractive women here, too. At least one, I can see. Um, Here on the tailgate. We'll be right back with more on WRUF.
4: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1
11: FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Florida Gators football will be back in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium Saturday night in front of a sold-out crowd, as they host the Tennessee Volunteers for their first SEC game of the season. Coverage of the game will begin right here at three o'clock tomorrow. High school football kicks off again tonight with a few big games. Hawthorne will host South Sumter in a battle of two 3-0 teams, while Buchholz will go up against Creekside at Citizens Field. Eastside will hit the road to take on Bradford, while P.K. Young travels to Union County to take on the Fightin' Tigers. In college soccer, the Gators take on the Missouri Tigers at home tonight. Florida's looking to bounce back after losing at Florida State Sunday. Coverage of this game begins at 6.45 tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss.
4: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF.
3: Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to when you
1: buy a diamond at international diamond center you can bring it back a year from now trade it up to a bigger one and get 110 percent of your original purchase price toward the new diamond
19: you pay me ten thousand dollars for my diamond when you come back and you want to trade it up you're going to get that ten thousand dollars plus we're going to give you a bonus of a thousand dollars
1: idc owner keith LeClaire talking about idc's
19: industry leading diamond trade-up policy so you're getting 110 on what you paid for that diamond who else does this i'm going to pay you more for that diamond than you paid me in the beginning.
1: The 110% upgrade is just another thing that separates IDC from the rest. We stand behind what we sell. We
19: know what we're selling, we believe in what we're selling, and we know the
1: inherent value of that diamond. At IDC, your trust means everything. We want you to feel that you can
19: buy with confidence.
1: International Diamond Center. Highest quality, insane selection, guaranteed best value, full transparency, and the strongest consumer protection warranties in the industry. Our job is to keep you as a customer. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point.
8: Here's
6: the kickoff, and this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and super sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself.
5: Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
6: Hey, Gators fans, D&D Advertising has the new 2023 football schedules ready for pickup at these fine businesses. Florida Roofmasters, Coconut Salon and Barbershop, Arabesque Dancewear, Steps for Success, Pizzazz Piercing and Tattooing, Witzlar's Pressure Washing, Hugo's Auto Service, and Swamp Boil Cajun and Vietnamese Restaurant. D&D Advertising Enterprises is not licensed, affiliated with, or endorsed by any university, sports institution, or program, unless specifically stated in writing. No proceeds from any of the funds collected will be given to any educational institution or sports team. Not responsible for schedule changes after printing.
4: We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
8: All right, we are back here. Not much time left in this hour. We got a caller then, but we do have a caller. Butch should be still on the line. Hopefully, he's still there. Butch, how are you on this beautiful Friday?
20: I'm still here. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. All right. I always like to be quick, but I want to. Th- you guys scare the hell out of me. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, Do you remember the Florida-Tennessee game, 1872, when Davy Crockett played? Yeah, you I remember well. Immediate. Yep, Davey intercepted that ball and ran it, and then Osceola blocked the point. You guys are incredible. So I wasn't incredible. there, but
8: Norm Carlson
7: told me about him.
8: Well, <laughs> not only that, but <laughs> let me let me tell you what. Uh, I, I remember. I'm still mad about the 1928 game when they Tennessee so watered down, down the field. field. Yeah. yeah, had to keep, slowed down those fast. Slow down Clyde months. Crabtree. Yeah, back in those days.
20: Yeah, well, my important important question is coming up later. But first, I want to make a comment. The the naming, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal are killing the the military academies. It just kills them. You can't transfer into the Marine Corps, the Army, or the Navy. So, and you they can't accept money like that. So, I mean, that's that. It comment later in next in two weeks or whatever from now when this is over. Thirdly. Everybody has made such a hit deal, a big deal out of, and I'm not a Florida fan. Believe me, I'm not. So, but why is this game so crucial for Billy, Billy Napier? I mean, if he loses it, he's not going to lose his job, and he shouldn't no. lose his job. He's
7: still trying to build a program. So, what do you say? People need to see progress, though, Butch, and they yeah. haven't they haven't really seen it yet, and they're they're waiting for it, waiting. And, and now were, it's were, getting to be time where they've got to see some progress.
8: They were kind of making the climb, and then the Vanderbilt and yeah, the Yeah, when the they beat ended, South Carolina here, it yeah. looked
7: like, hey, they've got it now. They're on their way, so and then now, boom.
8: They're almost like back to square one, and when you lose yeah. the opening game by doing a lot of really bad things, uh, not not looking like a well-coached team, yeah. you the, better come out in the next yeah. big game and, and do better. And the, think,
7: the thing is, this is a big challenge, Pat. You're talking about the number 11 team in the country with a lot right. of skill players, But this is still a game that people think that Florida has a chance to win, so they've got to go out and play well and be in a position to possibly win the game in the fourth quarter. That's what they need to do.
20: Okay. If he loses, he's not. He's not going to get fired.
7: No.
8: No, but I think. Look, I I think the bottom line is, it's going to be a lot harder to be root for this team, and I think you'll see people show it in attendance. If they lose this game, not even not so much. If they lose this, this is what I was trying to tell Feinbaum the other day, and he he didn't. He freaked out about it.
7: He's but been down on Billy. If they lose for
8: a while. on a fluke play, or or yeah. they lose like Florida, you know, beat them all the you know like on, all the way with Callaway and the Heave to Cleve. If they lose on that kind of play, I don't think people people are going to be crestfallen and heartbroken, but they're not going to feel like Florida's not making progress. Yeah.
7: If, if they compete, Pat, if they are very yes. competitive, But if they, they compete, go out and they
8: play like they did against yeah. Utah, people are going to say, maybe we don't have the right Yeah, coach. if they
7: go out and make a bunch of dumb penalties and turn the ball over and get yeah. beat by 21 points, then it's not going to be a good thing for him
8: or the program. All right, guys, you guys, you're, you're old guys hero. See you later. Well, Thanks, Butch. We are old guys, that's for sure. Uh, getting older by the minute. Uh, and we got a couple minutes left in this hour. If you do want to get a quick call in, we can take one. Uh, but – um,
7: but you know, Pat, to me, only at Florida could a guy be in his early in his second year, and people are talking about the hot suit and getting fired. Well, Do you know what I'm saying.
8: A little bit of that is because Florida's got an itchy finger, finger, yeah. trigger finger. I mean, in every case, they fired somebody. There was a good reason to fire him. But it's still. What, but the thing, to uh, me, Billy's doing, eleven years. Yeah, but to me, know, Billy's coaches.
7: Billy is doing a good job building his program from the ground up. And he needs to be given time. And yeah. The the worst thing that can happen is to have another coaching change after two or three years and go through this whole thing again.
8: He, he needs to be given time, but nobody wants to <laughs> Nobody wait, has wait patience for it. anymore. Nobody no, wants no. to wait for it. And I think Gator fans have been kind of patient here, but they haven't been, you know, not ridiculously patient. The
7: thing is, too, the fans aren't looking at it one game at a time either. They're looking at no. all these tough games coming up. This year, and then next year, it gets even tougher. I think well, that's what people are. Looking I want to at.
8: talk about that in the second hour. Let's get Matt's call real quick. He's on the line uh, here on WRUF on the tailgate. Pat and Robbie coming at you from the No Name Lounge at the Hill. What's going on, Matt?
21: Hey
8: guys,
9: look,
21: I, we talked about this yesterday. I mean, I, I think it's important because he needs he needs some momentum. I think things are heading in the right direction, but it needs. A shot of adrenaline, right? I mean, I, I agree I think, with that. I think the team's getting better, but we need something to expedite the process. Um, and I do agree. The last two coaches should have been fired. I don't
8: think Will got
5: fired at the right time. Will should have been given another year, personally.
8: Yeah, and he got very- the word was it? I mean, the biggest reason, and this is what Jeremy told me, was that it had gotten toxic in recruiting. To where wow. he couldn't, yeah. And yeah. the
10: fans, he lost the fan base. He lost the really. fan base. He lost and, Robbie. And, when, and, when Robbie, when Robbie,
8: as they're about yeah. to lose to South Carolina, goes, you got to write that he's got to get fired. And I go, yeah. Because I, they I, weren't going anywhere. I know. It was clear they weren't going anywhere. So I did write that.
7: But and, and similar, to, similar with Billy, you
21: know, he's doing all the right things, but he's just got to win. And, and if he doesn't, then I think the fan base can can become
8: toxic. Well, they and inherited and they inherited different problems. And, uh,
7: yeah, thank you, Dan Mullen. Uh,
8: yeah, he inherited nothing in ath- athleticism. Uh, Muschamp inherited bad attitudes. Guys who had, who were so enabled me guys. That, yeah, they were me guys, and he had a hard time dealing with that. I mean, he got that team to eleven wins, but but again, that's why fans oh, think guys. Uh, Florida coaches are on the hot seat when they lose the game because because they are. Guys, are y'all giving your picks
21: here today, or what are we doing? Are y'all are y'all are We'll y'all do that in
8: the second them? hour. We got to get out of here for the uh, top of the hour break. We'll do it in the second hour, though. Hey all right, Matt, thanks a thanks lot. Man. Appreciate the call. Appreciate all the calls. Appreciate being here at the No Name Lounge at the Hilton. We'll be back for another hour of this tomfoolery here on the Tailgate ESPN W R U F.
4: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke,
0: we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home Come experience how Ghettos got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. There's a
1: race going on inside your body, and sometimes the bad guys, otherwise known as arthritis, get there
2: first. That's when the joint pain kicks in. Your healing process is just too slow and just can't catch up, and it needs just a little bit of help from QC Kinetics. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a QC Kinetics medical director. We all know that you can heal yourself. If you get a cut, it heals on its own. Your joints are no different. We can take the healing properties from your blood, concentrate them down, and put them in the spot that you need the help. It's amazing. Your body can. And heal itself at QC kinetics that's called regenerative medicine no surgery or steroids just lasting relief the natural way the fact that we can treat them without surgery but using their own body's natural healing process without medications without steroids without surgery it's just amazing call QC kinetics now for your free consultation
8: call QC kinetics 352 4550 that's 352
3: 4550 now with offices in Gainesville Ocala and the villages three 452-400-4550.
13: You guys have I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
14: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't.
3: star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself
4: this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with chef cardozo and pat Dooley is on the air let's do it It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if
0: I'm
7: saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it.
4: Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back here at the No Name
8: Lounge here at the Hilton. We are having a a wonderful time, and it is E. Florida Gators, of course, playing Tennessee tomorrow. We can't wait for it. Nobody can wait for it. Uh, I
7: don't know. I'm not really (laughs) – I can wait for it. I'm looking forward to getting there and
8: tailgating tomorrow. I want to – like I – there is a. If I can invent a machine, if I was on the Shark Tank, I could invent a machine. It would be a machine that would take me in, in the future. Not because I, you know, I want to go in the future because I don't, you know. That, you don't want to get there, no. But I would just want to know what happened. Yeah. Like, and this is a good time. Like, if you could take me to 11 o'clock tomorrow, I would love to do that and find in out what In the morning happened, or night? At night. And find well, out what that, happened
7: that, to this that, game. Do you want a spoiler alert? I know. I want to be spoiled. So you were saying you would go watch the game if you knew who won?
10: Oh yeah! If Florida
7: definitely.
8: won, definitely. Um, no doubt about it. There are some other games this weekend, and we've talked a lot about them. Don't uh, don't forget this hour of the show. The tailgate is brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. Robbie, Andrew, and Pat Dooley here uh, at the uh, No Name Lounge at the Hilton. There are there are a lot of games. Between teams. But not a lot of great that's, games. That's about all I can say good about it. Yeah. There are games that teams are going to play.
7: Well, when uh, Georgia, South Carolina is one of the better games, it's not.
8: It's, But it's not. First of all, let me, tonight, Virginia is playing Maryland. Virginia's awful. Watch it. Or are you going? I know. They're no, awful. I'm not going to watch it. I feel it. bad for everything that's happened to them, but they're they're just not fun to watch. Yeah. Um, they have no offense at all. And the the trouble is, there, the other, there's two other games, but neither one of them does much for you. I don't know why. Again, I need to be in charge of scheduling. I'll I'll make sure we get some good games. The commissioner of college football, Pat Dooley. I could do it. Okay. By the way, the Florida line now is six and a half. It's dropped two full points since it came not not since it came out because I think it was actually like ten and a half in the summer. The summer it was, I but. Think. Once they once we people got to, started betting on yeah, Florida. Once the uh, line opened on Monday, it was uh, eight and a half. Now it's gone down. And, okay, uh, you, you asked for our predictions, and I'll, here's my prediction: I think Florida covers, but they lose. That's I, I think Florida's going to lose by like thirty twenty eight something like that. I think they'll cover though, uh, but I I'm taking the seven that I was getting earlier.
7: I think if Florida does cover, I think people would be okay with that because that means they were in the game and competing and that, doing a lot of positive things.
8: Now that's what I said to Feinbaum, and he lost his mind. He goes, are you saying that the Gators can lose this game and you don't, nobody's going to care? And I go, it's not what I people said. People are going to care. They're going to care, but the, as long as they see progress, as long as they feel good about their team. Um, I, but it'll be still devastating because, yeah. like you said, the, this isn't uh, – I had Andy Staples on my podcast uh, Thursday, Robbie, and he. This was a great story he was telling that he was at the gym. There were two women next to him, yeah, and they were talking about the game. And one of them said, "Well, you know, if we lose, I'll see you next year." You know, and I, I almost think that's kind of the where the Gator fans are. Where I may mentally check out if you guys don't win this game because you don't, you never. But lose you the can. Tennessee it's too enough. long a season. I so agree, but I, I think there are a lot of people that may feel like that
7: yeah i pat i would love to pick florida in this game because it it, it is a winnable game it's in the swamp it's Absolutely. sold out people are gonna be fired up but then i go back to the problems in the open with the offensive line not doing well they couldn't run the ball and then Merck's got sacked a bunch of times and tennessee's defensive front is is good or better than utah so that to me that is a big concern you and you look yeah. at texas alabama texas won because of the line of scrimmage and i'm afraid Florida's going to get beat on the line of scrimmage. The offensive line versus Tennessee defensive front, I think that's not a good matchup for Florida.
8: Well, and that's the other thing. Okay, you get Kingsley back, but how – I mean, we we talked a lot about how the reason the offensive line wasn't very good in the first game was because there was a bunch of guys getting together for the first time. Yeah. You know, playing in a real game. Well, now that's changing again. So – I don't. I don't know. Like, if you,
7: he is the leader of that group, though he and is, the guy that yeah. gets them lined up right, so that could make a difference.
8: Absolutely, but it, it'll come down to whether he's able to uh, kind of unite those guys and get them going. And again, I, I, look, this is Florida-Tennessee. It does mean something, but it doesn't mean the world to those players. I mean, no. a lot of them didn't grow up with the, this being a big rivalry.
7: Well, no, that's why Billy had to educate yeah. the team earlier in the week to say what this game really meant. What it means to everybody and how big it is. Exactly. And, and like, if you saw, you know, Swamp Kings, you'd know how big this rivalry is and what it means to players and fans alike.
8: The 97 game was a big game for me because that week I got Maddox. That's the week I got I remember when we went and got him. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's go to the phones. That Tommy's up. What's going on, Tommy?
21: Hey, Pat, can you hear me?
8: Yeah, I can hear you fine.
21: Okay, yeah, um, so... I guess the topic is favorite Tennessee game. Uh, so for me, it's going to be the 2005 game. Uh, that's the game I got engaged during We Are the Boys, and I've been married for 17 years. Oh, congratulations! I that's got, great. And I got it. And I got engaged in 2005. We are the boys, which this kind of stings a little bit. I know this is going to tick off Pat, but this new. This new thing with singing the Tom Petty—it almost seems like the fans are just blowing off "We Are the Boys" to get to that Tom Petty song.
8: That's not a bad point. I will say, mentally, I do.
9: I, I love I, "We Are the Boys." Growing yeah, up, watching the fans I know, sway back and
8: forth—I I love that. Moment. It's almost like they should separate them, you know, like find a different time to do one or the other. But um, other people love it the way it is. But uh, it's it now. So you got you wait until after. Uh, Callwell broke his leg, right, to, to get engaged. That's that's good that you wait until well, after that. Well, I mean,
21: I mean, if I I knew my wife was a keeper because she sat through Swindle in the Swamp with me on her first oh, ever that football was a game in 2003. Game. And when I turned around and she was still sitting there, oh. I realized I was going to nail her down to a long term contract. <laughs> good um, job. Talking talking about the game tomorrow, though, I I got to be honest with you guys. I feel like Fox Mulder and X Files. I want to believe so bad. I'm Pat Robbie. I want to believe so bad, and I, I, I'm on the edge, but I just don't see it. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way. I mean, what way. is what what is the reason? Give can you guys give me a reason to believe or like the that rotten poison song? Give me something to believe in.
8: Oh wait! The 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 really good reason to believe song is Rod Stewart. Yeah, reason, okay, to, that, believe reason to believe someone like Rod, you Rod makes it hard <laughs> to live without somebody else. I, well, what, what that, about I'm a Believer by school. the
21: Monkees? Can we do that one? <laughs> yeah, that's a, a good beli- one. I'm a believer in the muck so what am I going to believe in for tomorrow, guys? Give me something, and thanks for being on the air. I appreciate it. I'll take the answer. Just give me something to believe in, guys.
7: Okay. The, one thing, the one thing you hang on to is the Swamp, because they're going to play yeah. with a lot of great energy and passion, and that can keep you in games. And That, that to me, is the big thing. The crowd's going to have to play a big part of this game but for them to be in it, to have a chance to win. The crowd has to bring its A game, Pat, and, yep. I mean, it's got to be loud.
8: Yeah, it's it's got to – you know, Jeff and I were talking about this yesterday and, and I've I've said this for years. Not years, but for a couple of years. Yeah. The Auburn game, ten minutes before the game to ten minutes after is the loudest oh, it was really noise loud. I've ever heard. And then
7: when P Ryan ran that long yeah. touchdown run it was crazy.
8: But I mean look, the cock block was right up there, yeah. you know, I it was probably mid ladder. I mean that like we talked about that Larry Kennedy touchdown against Tennessee. Might have been louder. The heave to cleave. I, I think the heave to cleave. It wasn't as loud as maybe you thought it would be because I think there was like what
7: I know. Did we just see that? What happen? happened? Yeah, it was like you know, did there, that really like, happen?
8: It was like disbelief. So yeah. I'm not sure that it was that loud for that. But there, there are a lot of things louder. But uh, that's why this game has got to be like that Auburn game from uh, what was it 2000? Yeah, and the crowd.
7: You can't get if Tennessee does something good. You got to hang in there. And, Keep being loud all throughout the game.
9: Yeah. Game. I mean,
7: to me, the loudest one ever was when 93 FSU game where Florida came back and got in a position to win the game. And right. the third down, the play leading up loud, to the yeah. – Yeah, it was so loud I could feel it in my chest. But then, of course, Charlie Ward throws the work done. And and there's a clip and it didn't call Tambrick him. Tamarick Vanover will yeah. call him out.
8: He clipped. Yeah. They didn't call him. Right in it. front of the official. Yep. Might have been a different game. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Right.
7: That was Spurrier at his best going for like 4th and 21 from his own one-yard line
8: yeah. and making it. He doesn't even <laughs> remember that, though. He, he said, I, I know I went 4th down. That was at Mississippi State, so I looked it up. He no, goes, it was yeah, he did at Mississippi State, too. <laughs> I forgot about that. And then I think it was at Mississippi, maybe it was Mississippi State, too, where he got mad and he, he punted on third down. He yeah. was like third I, and t- I don't want to watch him anymore. Don't but want to. Watch
7: Spur had, had no fear of losing. No. That's the thing. He he'll take his chance. He had no yeah. fear of losing.
8: Absolutely. Let's uh, get another one more call before we get out for the first break of this hour. I think it is David up next. What's going on, David?
10: Hey, How are Thanks. you, Staying My call.
8: Yeah. Good. How are
10: you? Um, so listen to you guys thinking that Florida is not going to win, that tells me you have no confidence in the coach. Okay. Would that would
7: that be? No, I have confidence assumption? in the coach. I have confidence in okay. the coach. But I mean, you look at Tennessee with their, their their skill positions on offense, and their both lines of scrimmage. I just think they're a little bit better than Florida.
8: You know, and another thing about it, David. And I and I think that this is a big referendum on play calling for Billy Napier yeah, because he, people are on his back a little bit about it. And, uh, I, look, I, I'm not saying I have tremendous confidence in that part of it, but I think this is one of those games where I'll go, oh, yeah, he's okay with what he's doing. I, I did last year when yeah. they played Tennessee. He had, he, his play See, calling was really yeah, good.
7: Yeah, they had 500-something yards of yeah. offense in that game. But to me, too, they complain that he doesn't have a coordinator, but he does. Rob Sale is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. So he has a coordinator. So, But he's the play yeah. caller. Yeah, coordinate better sometimes. Yeah, but he's the play caller, and that's, <laughs> it's going to be that way the rest of the year, I imagine.
10: Well, a lot of the issues they had in the Utah game, I think we talked about before, were, were correctable, and so uh, you mentioned that the Utah game. So if they come out and do the same stuff they did then, then they didn't correct the problem, then that's on the coach as far as I'm concerned. So the other thing is – I, I totally agree play, with you on
8: that, yeah. uh, David. If they come out yeah. and they play the same kind of game they played against Utah – that's a coaching problem.
7: Yeah, but what is a yeah. coaching problem if your offensive line just isn't that good? That you, you're stuck. I mean, that to me is the biggest issue in this game. Florida's offensive
10: line. But from a coaching standpoint, I think if you know that going in, there's things that you can do yeah. okay? to work around it. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
8: yeah, they they were stunned yeah, so, by what happened. I, I don't think they saw that coming, and uh, but you. If you don't see it coming a second time, you got a problem. But I think based on what we, were hearing
7: all, what we were hearing all summer, Pat, I think the coaching staff going to that Utah game was very confident they were going to win the game. Very confident. I mean, you, we yeah. kept hearing that over and over. Yeah, and they had to be shocked by the way that game unfolded.
8: They were very stunned. I mean, the first play, okay, you, you I mean, a remember the first assignment by a freshman, the first play against Georgia in 2020. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they they were fine. You know, but I think they would have been okay, but. That was not the problem. The problem was they just kept making silly Dumb mistakes. Sense, yeah. You know?
10: Don't be stupid. Yeah. Do you think Tennessee? You think Tennessee is going to come out and and, and try to stop the run and make us throw the ball? Oh, there's you know, no, there's no,
7: no, question about it.
10: They're going to commit
8: uh, a linebacker up there, maybe a little, an extra linebacker to make that happen.
10: And then so what? Eight, you eight in the box then? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. I hope. I hope it's yeah. eight in the box. Yeah. It's eight maybe in the box can bottom. throw. Yeah. Florida will throw all over. Them. <laughs> But we that's have what time I'm, that's to throw that's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. So, I just think they can't – they, they got to do it, you know, right off the bat if they see it. That's the thing. Don't yeah. wait too long to make an adjustment. Yep. You know, that's well, I think Florida so. should
7: come out aggressively on offense and try to do some things and drive the ball and get an early lead get, and put and get pressure. get the crowd in well, it. Yeah, get the crowd I, in I, it and put I, pressure on Tennessee.
8: I'm a big believer in, in football playing ahead. Yeah. I don't think you have to play ahead in basketball. I think you've got to play ahead. and You don't have to all the time. I get it. But – most of the time, you need to, and I yeah. think that's the way this offense and this uh, coaching staff is built to play with a lead. Yeah, and they're they're pretty good. And
7: the thing is, everybody the says they need to establish the run, but you, you do, but not when you first come out. Yeah. Come out Doesn't and throw have to the be ball. The first play, yeah. Set up the run with the Absolutely. pass. I mean, Absolutely, that's the way. you yeah. do
10: it. I, I agree, hundred percent. You know, you this, you know, you may have to set up the run with by passing the ball. Yeah, so exactly. Hopefully, uh, the Spurs need to be a close game. I think. I think Florida comes out and, uh, wins a close one tomorrow. So that'd be, that'd be big for uh, Nathan in the
8: program. Appreciate the call. We've got yep. to get a break. Uh, Woody and Graham, hold on. We'll get to you on the other side. We are here live at the No Name Lounge at the Hilton Hotel, the place where the Gators stay. They'll be here shortly, uh, and I know people will be. Last excited. year we saw them come in before did. the
7: Kentucky game, right?
8: Yep, exactly. Well, don't Brent, don't mention that. <laughs> that wasn't a good yeah. one. All right, we'll be back with more here on the tailgate. <laughs>
4: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM,
11: WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Florida Gators football will be back in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium Saturday night in front of a sold-out crowd as they host the Tennessee Volunteers for their first SEC game of the season. Coverage of the game will begin right here at 3 o'clock tomorrow. High school football kicks off again tonight with a few big games. Hawthorne will host South Sumter in a battle of two 3-0 teams, while Buchholz will go up against Creekside at Citizens Field. Eastside will hit the road to take on Bradford, while P.K. Young travels to Union County to take on the Fightin' Tigers. In college soccer, the Gators take on the Missouri Tigers at home tonight. Florida's looking to bounce back after losing at Florida State Sunday. Coverage of this game begins at 6.45 tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Weiss.
4: ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM
3: WRUF.
21: Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only
3: salsa dough. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades.
13: I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Meldon Law from a family friend who knows Kerry himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me.
14: If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Meldon Law, we won't back down.
3: Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. Servpro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the
4: Florida Gators. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The
21: Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
8: comes the sun and hopefully it'll stay out on the week uh, this saturday because it could be a lot of rain we'll see how that goes again like I, I jeff and i were talking about we 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 do spend a lot of time looking at the rain what's going to happen you know they're usually not right so some we'll tennessee
7: see. fans just walked in pat and they're all happy and smiling oh
8: probably <laughs> it's because they've been drinking the whole way down moonshine they, they were singing that song I once had sex with a bear in Rocky Top. (laughs) Is that a watch? Something like that, yeah. All right, well, let's go to the phones and get uh, Woody's call. What's going on, Woody? How are you today?
5: Yeah, hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, Woody. Okay, I didn't hear the usual beep. So um, earlier I was in the car, and I heard you talking about the guy telling a story about the two women that were talking, and if we lose, see you next year kind of attitude with them. Yeah, um, I'm not really that like that. I'm not planning on checking out, uh, and I'll tell you why. I've sort of bought into what you guys have been selling, that our coach inherited a special mess, and um, so I'm treating this year as if it's year one.
7: That's what Pat and, and I have said all along. This is kind of like year one yeah, for them.
5: I'm going with that because I think there's a good chance they're going to lose to every single good team they play which means they're going to be 7-5. and five. So I'm treating that as the over and under. I'm looking for progress, more competent-looking play calling, better, more, more disciplined play, maybe more interesting to watch. And can we compete and beat somebody maybe that we're, you know, underdog to? So that's – know well, they're underdogs really in this game. Yeah. yeah.
7: But, you know, if, if they do, if they go 7-5 and, and show progress and things are encouraging and he keeps recruiting, then, then he's going to be fine then he's going to be on his way. So I think 7-5 and, and and improvement and the momentum going through the year, I think that he has a chance to, to you know, yeah,
8: make it happen. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've been saying all along is that they've got to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And I hate to say it, even when you're a six-and-a-half-point underdog, I think this is a team you're supposed to beat.
10: I think, just yeah, because it's a home they, game.
8: they haven't shown a whole lot so far. It's at home. Um, I'm not saying Florida should be favored. I'm just saying you need to win this game. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll know a lot more after this game. I think this is a "show me what you got" game for both sides. Yeah,
7: and to me, Pat and I look at the Utah game. If that game had been in the swamp, I think Florida won by twenty-one points. Yeah.
8: Maybe well, uh, they well, they might not have gotten as many false starts. Yeah, stuff like but that. because Utah yeah.
7: had that energy, of the home crowd, yeah, they, they got to a good start, and Florida self-destructed. They said it was pretty loud out yeah, there. Yeah, that right. wouldn't have happened here. I, mean, I think. I think Florida was better in a lot of ways in that game.
5: Well, the odds makers think that Tennessee is better in a lot of ways. So, can we can this coaching staff get the boys up, and can they do something that matters? You know, uh, make a difference somewhere in play calling, strategy adjustment, special something, teams. That, something that makes us think, okay, these, this coaching staff is making progress, but these players are making progress. You know, well, and, and let's that's just again. Go with that.
8: That goes back to what I was saying before. You need a reason to get behind this team, and, and going out and playing exactly. another Utah game is not going to get people behind this team. So they got to go exactly. out there and at least – very- I'm not saying they, they – uh, look, it's not a make-or-break game. Florida's not getting in the college football playoff no, this year. No, They're not. probably not winning uh, the E's. But at least go out there and give people a reason to love your team. Yeah,
7: and, and people walk away and say, gosh, they came up with a really good plan to win that game. Maybe they didn't yeah. win it, but it they a plan. just had a one fluke, yeah. one ball kick this Show away. me a good game yeah. plan here and that you you found ways to attack a team that's a little bit better than you and gives you a chance to win the game. Show me that.
5: Yeah, if if I see a game tomorrow where it looks like, okay, a couple more players, a little more experience somewhere, and we're yep. fine, then I'm okay. I was very frustrated after the Utah game because – what the words that I actually said? Same old crap that yeah. we've been seeing for two or oh, three years. Mistakes no doubt. and just, you know, I don't want to see that. I want to yeah. see competent, hard play, hitting, fundamentals, exciting offense. You know, yeah. how often? Let me ask you a rhetorical question because I know what my answer is. How often do you hear, man, that what a play call or what a well-designed play? When we're, you're watching one of our games, how often do you hear somebody say that? And I say never. I think this offense is basic and predictable, and I want to I know why. Is it because they don't think they have the players for it, or is it the actual coach?
8: I, I think no. a little bit of it is that they, they started with a young quarterback the first year that had never started. And now they've got another guy that they're bringing in who's experienced. And they 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 had a I think they had a great game plan for the first game, the guys just didn't yeah, get. it done. well,
7: look. Let's look back to last year's Tennessee game. They had a great game plan. And the offense yeah. rolled up more than five hundred yards. Thirty-three of points. Yeah, and there were a lot of plays in that game where I said, "Man, that was a good call." There were a ten okay. or twelve plays in that game. So, hey, he's, capable me, so yeah, he, he's capable I'll of calling.
5: And my frustration blinded me. Yeah, he's capable of calling
7: good plays.
5: Okay. But lately, yeah, you're right. I'm, there
7: hasn't been a lot of that because they've lost every game.
5: Yeah, I'm just trying to hang in there and get through this year. I figured next year is the make or break. Next year, Tennessee, you can actually say this is a make or break game, and be and and no one's going to argue with you.
7: Yeah. The thing is, for now, just try to stay positive. You know, just try to yeah. enjoy look the, for something good. Just
8: try to enjoy the yeah. season. I mean, we we wait so long to get to football season, and we. We're so miserable in the summer, and then we get to a football season. where two games in, and everybody's like, "Ah." ah, ah, ah.
5: <laughs> well, they—if they'd have played the, the games in reverse order and hadn't hadn't laid an egg in the very first game on worldwide television, yeah, ESPN is worldwide. Look like well, clowns. Well, you might have a different now. opinion.
7: Yeah. yeah, you know what? You know what really frustrated me with that opening game is the fact that all summer long I kept hearing about how. Crappy Florida's roster was; they weren't any good. And I kept telling people their roster's not that bad. They're going to be a lot better. And I was convinced of that. And then I watched that game, and like he said, it was like same old crap.
8: Yeah, felt like they had not. Yeah, felt like all, well, all these, almost like they hadn't practiced. Like it's sometimes. like
7: all the national media is right there. Their their roster's not good. They're not very good. They don't have a chance to. They're not going to have a chance this year. And that was kind of the feeling going into that game. They're going to be better. You kept telling people that, but then they weren't. And all right, Woody.
8: Thanks for the call. Let's go to Graham's oh, call before we go to break here at the bottom of the hour. here We are live at the no-name uh, bar and grill out here at, of uh, course, uh, the Hilton, right next to Shula's. Uh, what's up, Graham?
22: Hey, guys. Um, I think the key to this game for us is I, I think Joe Milton hasn't really proved himself yet, and I don't want to be the guy that jinxes that and, and sends him into a 6 touchdown performance, but I, I just I think we hate... You know, we could have a chance if our if our defense is really aggressive and puts a lot of pressure on him. Uh, he could
8: make some mistakes, and we could could
7: have a chance. But yeah, yeah. So but you know, there you know there are reasons why he was benched at Michigan and why he didn't earn the starting job at Tennessee consistent. too, because he does struggle with consistency. But and, he was really good. But, but what in he, the orange bowl? He was good last in the orange year, bowl. Yeah. But the key is to get him in third in obvious passing situations and put pressure on him and right. see if he can deliver. You know, that, that's when we're going to find out a lot about him and a lot about this Florida defense. Can they pressure him into a bad game? Yeah. And if they you know, do, their chances I mean, of winning are great.
22: Yeah, I was in the same camp as uh, Dooley for most of the summer, thinking, you know, Mr. I was uh, Mr. you <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know if this team can win six games. But, uh, you know, after the um, – the fall practices and every, all the reports we got, I kind of got a little, you know, hope. And But I didn't think that the um, Utah game was as much of a poop show as I was worried it was going to be. I mean, you know, they drove the ball. They, you know, shot themselves in the foot a lot, but they had a lot of drives. And the, defender, the defense played well for the most part. And we got a lot of young receivers out there that uh, looked pretty exciting. So I, I think we just got to try to stay with the what you guys have been saying that we need to just be patient and uh, let him stay the and course. Yeah, and, and, and
8: in this are. game, just don't make mistakes. I mean, just yeah. do what the coaches have yeah. told, taught you to do and worked on. And your, don't turn the ball over. Don't turn the ball over. <laughs> don't uh, yeah. do silly things. Don't have silly penalties. And I'm here's like, the number one don't thing: don't be stupid.
7: Protect your quarterback. Yep.
8: So,
22: yeah, we'll see. No, we'll absolutely. see if they can do that. Yeah.
8: <laughs> All right, Graham. Whoa. Appreciate the. Yeah. Pre- Appreciate the call, man. Thanks for calling. We are uh, we have to get a break. I know Don is on the line. We'll get to you on the other side, but we've got to get this break here at the bottom of the hour. We'll be back with more live from the No Name Grill here at the Hilton. You know where it is on 34th Street. It's where the Gators stay. We'll be back with more on the tailgate here on WRUF.
4: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 981 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
3: Yes. Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in north central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into a full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no stress care.
2: your weekend starts off a little foggy, then scattered to widespread storms are likely to get going in the afternoon. Highs in the 80s. Now, on Sunday, those afternoon and evening showers and thunderstorms are possible again. Highs in the 80s. From UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George.
9: It's a bird! It's a plane!
4: The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. It's a big win against TCU.
8: But our job is not to root for Deion Sanders.
4: like he's calling out people people have a job to do and they're assessing it now if you say they're going to get blown out or uh they have no chance okay then you can keep a receipt the dan patrick show dan and the danettes and you weekday mornings at nine and right here on wruf we are proud to be your home for gator soccer
0: spins and fires
4: you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here at the uh, no-name
8: Bar at uh, who came up with that name? Uh, Don Shula did. Oh. Although, I don't know if he came up with that. Who called it the no name? I wanna, Maybe it was like Ed It Luben didn't used or to be the no like name. That. It used to be uh, Tubitz. Yeah. But they, they uh, when Shulas came in, they, they changed it to the no name. Shula didn't want
7: to compete with another
8: big name. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about um, I wonder who did give it that name. I was thinking it was probably some hack at the uh, Miami Herald. You know, the no-name hacks. Yeah. yeah. We are no-name hacks. Yeah, we're, especially
7: now that we're retired.
8: Yeah, we, got, we have no names, but well, we do have callers, so let's go to one right now, and it's Don here on the tailgate. What's going on, Don?
23: Hey, guys. Yeah, I think, I think I'm wishing for the best Saturday, and I think one of the things with Napier, especially to our defensive coordinator, who got a defensive coordinator job being so young, is that we just need to give these guys a chance to grow in the position because you're already, in my opinion, seeing a different attitude on defense. Now imagine what he can do with that kind of energy and knowledge if you give him time, right, to develop it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's the same thing, with you know, and to me, Napier, I think we're going to get there, but he's definitely not a guy that's going to keep receipts, although he should. Like if we get to where we should be with him, I want to see him do a conference conference and go, okay, let me pull out some of these comments that were made, you know. Yeah. But, but he's, I, he's, you're like, right, like, the though. He's not, kind
7: of the type, he's not the type to do yeah, that. He,
8: he won't do that. He's
23: oblivious to a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. But I did have a question. Uh, like, when I watch our offense sometimes, I'm looking at some of the plays we're doing, and I'm thinking, like, it seems like if the run game isn't working, like, they kind of get away from it. And do, you, do they do any kind of, can we see any kind of, like, what-if plays? Like, like, for me, I would go to Spurrier and go, look, when um emery and these guys aren't getting it on the offensive line what's a passing play i could put in with them that somebody wouldn't expect it just seems like it's ripe for a trick play you know well
8: um, yeah they have not been big on those in, in the first 15 games and i i'm i'm a big believer in having a couple of trick plays in your arsenal i'm sure they yeah. do but but the thing is we when, haven't seen when your
7: offensive line struggles there's really no magic right. cure for that i mean look at Spurrier in 92 how tough it was for him to get his offense going with that young offensive line early in that year, remember Pat?
8: Oh, he had. To bring, they they could uh, take the red shirt off Jason Odom. Yeah, and, and Reggie Green. Yep. And
7: because his and that was the worst player offense here by far, because the offensive line was so green. Yep. So when you when your offensive line struggles, there's really no magic cure for that.
8: And they've got a bunch of big old guys with experience. They just got to mesh together. Maybe this is the game where it kind of comes together for them. Supposed to get Kingsley back.
23: Yeah, I think that's going to help a lot. Yeah. Hey, do you think, though, those kind of lateral dump-off plays that they do sometimes, I watch those against the first two teams, and I'm like, that's going to get picked against Tennessee. Do you think they're going to keep trying that?
8: Well, I mean, you've got to be smart at the quarterback position. If you see that they're collapsing on it, you've got to just throw it over somebody's head or – or throw it away, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they they do a lot of those uh, bubble screens type plays, and um, but I I believe I'm I'm going to say this, and I may be proven totally wrong, Robbie. Yeah, I believe they have spent a lot of time setting Tennessee up for plays. I think you're right with their offense, and um,
7: but then one other thing, and maybe I'm too early to say this, but I do think that. Mertz is a guy that is going to know where to go with the ball yeah. because he is he is into it mentally.
8: He studies. This is why the, they brought him?
7: Down. He knows where to go with yeah. the ball. I think he feel comfortable with that.
8: It's why they brought him down. Awesome. They but give him time. You got
7: to give him time to do that. Then he never had time against Utah to get anything going.
8: Yeah, definitely. All
23: right, thanks, guys. All
8: right, appreciate the call. Um, I do want to run through some other games, Robbie, with you. Okay, uh, and uh, again. Phone lines are up for you at three nine two eight two five five, 8255 and some of the spreads. The uh, SEC network went to the only other game in the SEC that is of any meaning, which is LSU-Mississippi State. Uh, LSU's giving 10 in this game at Mississippi State. I, look, I don't think Mississippi State's very good. I don't either, and
7: I think there's a real – uh, difference in talent between those two teams the question
8: so. is does lsu say okay we're going to impose our will we're going to win this game easily we're going or do they you know play like they did against um, florida state in the second yeah out, or like they did started. at arkansas last yeah. year
7: remember they almost lost that game
8: yeah that'll be an interesting game as well the other one in the sec uh that nobody's going to be watching but it's still on at 330 is the south carolina game the spread actually went up. It was at twenty eight. Then it went down to twenty seven. Now it's up to twenty seven and a half. So that uh, do you
7: think that the South Carolina can't give him the game at all or not?
8: I, I and my picks, I took South Carolina in the points. That's just too many points. Yeah,
7: that's a lot of points. Um, but remember, Georgia blew them out bad at Columbia last year.
8: Well, I and I know that's what the, the betters are thinking. But and
7: South Carolina's offensive line makes Florida's look good. Yeah, that from what Carolina I've game seen was so not far.
8: Good, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Rattler's numbers are incredible, but he's not getting the ball in the end zone. We'll, yeah. we'll see. I think I would I, – I still think that's one of those where you take the points because uh, it feels like it's a lot of points to be given up. But uh, well, Georgia still hasn't – it's like I heard somebody say this. They said, Georgia hasn't shown me much so far. And I'm like, you know what? They I haven't had to. And they aren't <laughs> going to have to either. No, no. You know when they're going to have to against Tennessee? Yeah and maybe against Florida if Florida gets better, and then in the SEC title game. That's it. That's the list. Their
7: schedule is so easy. But, yeah, Yeah. there was no way they were going to lose any of the first two games. They didn't have to do anything.
8: I think Florida would like to switch schedules with them. Uh, I think
7: people would be a little bit excited with that.
8: Kansas State, the spread has dropped there. Uh, It was a little bit higher, a couple points higher, which you don't usually see that kind of a spread drop. They are four and a half points favorite at Missouri, um, and again Missouri. I don't know much about. They haven't them. shown much. I haven't either. watched much of their many of their games, or I don't know how, if they're any good or not. But uh, they
7: usually play pretty well
8: at home. So, and it's a yeah, we're it's an dumb, old Big Eight rivalry game. Basically. Dumbest field in America. <laughs> Those rocks up yeah. there. Why do they do that? Uh, I hate that. Um, so that's certainly You know what's great,
7: though? We never have to go there again.
8: Never. I don't. I can't remember a good time we had there. No. We're having a good time today. Yeah. Uh, here at the uh, No Name Lounge. Uh, I Van- like
7: the atmosphere in here too. Now had a lot of Gator fans good. Good. Yeah. hanging out.
8: They're they're partying. They're like it's 1999. Back then, they used to play for the SEC title. Um, all right, Vanderbilt is giving four and a half at UNLV. And, like,
10: I have no idea what to do I with have, this game. I, I don't know a thing about UNLV. I don't know but... anything
8: about UNLV. I know that Bandy has been a little bit of a disappointment from the team I thought they were going to be.
7: Wake Forest took it to them pretty good.
8: Yeah, hammered. Yeah. So and they they were lucky to get out of that Hawaii game. With yeah, the win.
7: Hawaii yeah. pushed them.
8: So we'll see how that goes. That'll be an interesting. But, again, all I'm giving you are games that are interesting. They're not good. No. None of them are no good. dream matchups in the, the group. The biggest game really is Florida-Tennessee, like it used to be. Yeah, it's just different. It's big for different reasons. different reasons. reasons yeah. yeah. And back in the, in those days, it was you know the winner basically could uh, could pencil its way into uh, uh, Atlanta, but it could also be a contender for a national championship. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, Georgia Tech getting 18 against Ole Miss? What are, you, what are your thoughts there?
7: I've been distracted by the rude crowd out here. Oh, yeah. it's kind of Okay, rude. what do you got?
8: Georgia Tech plus 18, Ole Miss. Well, Ole, Ole, Ole Miss
7: looked game. pretty good last week in the second half.
8: I just don't think Georgia I, – I, Georgia Tech looked good in the Louisville game. I would give the 18 because I, I just don't think Georgia Tech can offensively keep up. Yeah, they
7: don't have a lot going on there. They're,
8: they're not Look, Ole Miss is going to win this game. I promise yeah. you not. that. That much I know. We got a few other games that we'll get to here. Dart uh,
7: looks pretty good, Pat. I can see why he won that the starting quarterback job at Ole yeah. Miss.
8: He's it, really accurate. It is kind of weird though to sit here and think that Spencer Sanders didn't not even play in a college football. I know. He's I thought he was backup. a better player than that. Yeah, yeah,
7: he's just the backup now.
8: And who's the third team guy? Oh, is the, the guy, guy from LSU? Yeah, that was the five star guy. Yeah.
7: which I thought Florida might have had a chance to get him, but it didn't work out.
8: Well, we'll see how Graham Mertz shows up tomorrow. Tomorrow is one of the biggest games in Graham Mertz's life. It is,
7: but you know what? When he was at Wisconsin in the Big Ten, he never got benched.
8: No, and he uh, like Milton did. I know that. uh, I think it was. I don't know if it was Chris or Scott wrote a story about when they went head to head at Michigan and uh, Wisconsin, and Mertz lit him up. Really? Yeah, but that. Yeah.
7: That doesn't mean anything now. It has though. nothing to do with,
8: uh, it. Nope. it has nothing to do with it. The streak has nothing to do nothing. with anything. Last year's game has nothing to do with what anything. What happens Saturday is all that matters. Every, what do I say, Robbie? Every game is its own yeah. game,
7: and we can sit here and break it down all different ways you want to, but it just depends on how who plays well and who doesn't.
8: I just remember in '96, uh, we're going to the game finally. It's raining. We're not happy that it's raining. But we're going to the game, and uh, uh, I, I was in the back seat. You and Tim were in the front seat. Yeah. And I think Tim was driving, and he had it on. Uh, announcers were doing the pregame show, and they were talking yeah. about the game. And I go, please turn that off. I don't want to hear Absolutely. one more yeah. word about this game. That game had is still the most tight it was unbelievable. Regular season game I think I ever covered.
7: It got to the point where just let's get to the game. And yeah. just, you know. Get, it,
8: get it. to the game. Don't want to hear Get it else. over with and let's just yeah. right go
4: home. Yeah.
8: I mean, it was just too much. And, I mean, back, that was back in the years when they used to send me up there for the whole week.
7: Yeah, I remember that. That
8: was weird. Now, now I think back on it. It was, was kind of strange.
7: What was the year they sent us up early with a hurricane or something going through? I can't remember that.
8: I don't know what year it was, but, yeah, there was a hurricane coming through Gainesville, so they sent us up, like, three days early.
9: Gainesville Sports
4: Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM,
11: 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Zach Weiss. Florida Gators football will be back in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium Saturday night in front of a sold-out crowd, as they host the Tennessee Volunteers for their first SEC game of the season. Coverage of the game will begin right here at three o'clock tomorrow. High school football kicks off again tonight with a few big games. Hawthorne will host South Sumter in a battle of two 3-0 teams, while Buholtz will go up against Creekside at Citizens Field. East Side will hit the road to take on Bradford, while PK Young travels to Union County to take on the Fighting Tigers. In college soccer, the Gators take on the Missouri Tigers at home tonight. Florida's looking to bounce back after losing at Florida State Sunday. Coverage of this game begins at 6:45 tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach White.
4: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM,
0: WRUF
14: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at exceptional dentistry.
22: Then I was going in to have chemo and before we put in my port, I called and said I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my healthcare team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem.
15: This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com
1: at international diamond center you can take your time and design and meticulously create the most unique most exquisite ring imaginable but if that's not your thing we understand, and that's why we created the IDC Signature Collection, ready-to-wear rings at every price point.
19: It's a complete ring that's already done. We pick out the small diamonds and we pick out the center diamond, and it's assembled and it gets our stamp of approval. IDC owner Keith Leclaire. People like this because of the value that they're receiving, because they're getting a complete ring without having to piece it together themselves.
1: Even if your budget is a thousand dollars, IDC has a ring you can take with you today with a quality, stylish setting and a GIA. Certified diamond.
19: We did all the hard work for you. Listen, we're the experts. And our job is to pick the right diamond for the right setting at the right price point, and I think we do a pretty good job of it.
1: Discover the No Stress IDC Signature Collection. Buy it today, propose with it tonight. International Diamond Center in Celebration Point. Online at shopidc.com.
18: Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving.
19: All I said was I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them, who's paying for your radio advertisements? Who's producing your radio show? After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, that's all there is to it.
23: Mike,
18: you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff. And I work for Talon Wealth.
19: That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournesteg.com.
2: Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Lorda License D05.
14: Surviving a stroke is a race against time. But when patients seek medical attention as soon as they notice symptoms, damage can often be reversed. UF Health is bringing advanced stroke care directly to you with the only mobile stroke treatment unit in Florida designed to provide immediate care at your location to decrease the time it takes for an accurate diagnosis and administer time-sensitive therapies, saving time and saving brain. If you or a loved one suffers a stroke, act fast. Call 911 and ask to be taken to UF Health. How powerful is Cox Internet? so powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard introducing multi-gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox it's internet built for tomorrow today internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network speeds vary and are not guaranteed limited availability in select areas Cox terms and other restrictions apply
19: Seth Harpen, your ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF Studios. Unfortunately, power has been lost completely at the Hilton, in the No Name Lounge. So it's going to take at least 10 to 15 minutes to get it back up. We apologize for that, gang, but that'll conclude the tailgate here on this uh, Friday. We have Gator Soccer coming your way against Missouri, 55 minutes from now, so... Uh, for Pat Dooley and, and Robbie Andrew, this is Seth Harp. We throw it back to ESPN, and we're going to get you Gator Soccer again coming up here a little over 45 minutes from now, right here on ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Those teams that you just named, <laughs> I just like they can uh, win those games, they can easily lose those games.
4: No doubt about that. They get a win against Miami, and if Mac Jones plays well, then all of a sudden you do you do think you got a little something, something going well, on there. But you lose that. And all of a sudden, questions start coming to vogue. If Mac Jones does not look good on Sunday night, we know that Dolphins team, they believe they're ascending. You do not want to be a descending team in that division that you used to own for 20 years when it comes to the Patriots. And you only have one playoff game since you know who left to go down to Tampa Bay when it comes to Tom Brady. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen. Always appreciate you joining us here on Freddie and Harry. Speaking of the AFC East, the four words from Aaron Rodgers for all the people doubting that he should even come back and play in 2024 for the Jets. That's next.
15: information by dialing 800-372-2017. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business-backed taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-372-2017. 800-372-2017. 800-372-2017.
4: Evan Canty and Michelle are
14: unsportsmanlike. Marcus Freeman is the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Coach, the best sports movie for kids, and you can't say Rudy, is what? <laughs> I can't say Rudy, huh?
6: No, you can't. I think there's some <laughs> bias in there, don't you think, Coach? <laughs>
14: Let's go remember to type.
4: Oh, unsportsmanlike. Weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
12: Let me shine some light about the story that begins with sacrifice doubt and perilous play
18: sports and hip-hop coincide
4: rappers want to be
10: athletes and athletes want to be rappers
15: as a youngster you fall in love with being an athlete being an artist this is a story once upon
4: a time e60 and espn films present the crossover streaming now on espn plus and ESPN Radio
12: Extra Point with Chris Canty. The Philadelphia Eagles, the team that represented the NFC in the Super Bowl, had a plus three turnover margin and only won by six points. You only won by six points. Now, I know it's not style points, so to speak, in the National Football League, and you take your wins where you can get them, but that just speaks to the sloppy football that we saw from that team. Three turnovers by the Minnesota Vikings in the first half, and two of those turnovers were in plus territory. The Philadelphia Eagles have to find ways to capitalize on the opportunities that opposing teams give them. I thought they did a much better job of that last year, as opposed to what we saw last night and what we saw up in Foxborough in week one. So that's one of the things that I'm watching with a critical eye. And you can clearly see that there is a difference when it comes to the play calling on the offensive side of the ball with Brian Johnson, as opposed to what we saw last year with Shane Steichen. They are still trying to find their way when it comes to forging an identity and what they want to be football is back
14: and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code OUTCOME. Bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's code OUTCOME. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Gamble Problem, call 1 800 Gambler or visit 1 800 Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 ny or text HopeNY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit CCPG.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. See slash football terms for eligibility terms or responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply.